everybody, and welcome back to episode 154 of the Youth Ministry Booster podcast with one of our near and dear friends, a woman in youth ministry who has been very special and encouraging in the life of Inside Youth Ministry Booster. This is Cheryl Johnson all the way up from Canada. Yes, our celebration of women in youth ministry is not just restricted to the U.S. of A., but also to our neighbors to the north. And so if you are a Canadian listener, we have called in one of your own. And so we are really thankful for Cheryl and the ways in which she served in youth ministry. You're going to love this fun and enjoyable interview with some good banter between her and Chad. Just want to remind everybody what's going on this month. We are celebrating women in youth ministry all October long. It's Pastor Appreciation Month. And for us, we are appreciating, celebrating, and encouraging women who are serving and leading in youth ministry. And we are dumping a lot of fun episodes on you. And today with Cheryl is just another one of those. This is our eighth installment in celebrating women in youth ministry. And we hope you've been enjoying it. A couple other ways you can enjoy it. You can go to youthministrybooster.com slash giveaway. And we are going to give away $500 in prizes, a year of booster membership, and a subscription box of your choice to a woman in youth ministry. And then also you can play along at home. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you like to hashtag things, hashtag them, women, I-N-Y-M. And we want to hear from you the stories and the memories of the women in ministry that have been formative in your life. Whether it was a teacher on Sunday mornings, a youth pastor you had growing up, a mentor, an important figure, share it with us. And at the end, I'll give you more details all about that. But until now, here's Chad and Cheryl. Hello and welcome to Youth Ministry Booster. My name is Chad Higgins, and we are here again today speaking to another amazing woman in youth ministry. Um, this is someone that we've gotten to know uh, over really the last maybe couple of years almost um, through our Youth Ministry Booster website. And so um, I am excited to get to talk with her today for um, all of you to get to meet her and, and hear uh, who she is and, and what God's doing inside of her ministry and through her. Um, Cheryl Johnson, how are you? Doing great. All right. So tell everyone like who you are, where you're from, like give us the fun, right? All right. Well, I am a Canadian youth pastor. A? Um, yeah. A. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I've done youth ministry in, uh, in Ontario and in Vancouver out in BC on the West Coast, and now I'm in Montreal, which is where I grew up, so it's kind of fun to be back home. Yeah. Um, I'm passionate about flip-flops and famous for wearing them, even in the snow, and uh, I don't let that stop me. Yeah, I was about to say, there's probably like a very like slim amount of time that you get to wear that every year, right? In Canada. <laughs> yeah, there's a few months. I, I try to make it like six months, but... <laughs> I don't always make it because Canada. <laughs> sure, I think those are just called snowshoes at some point. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. All right. So tell us how, how did you get involved in student ministry? What was the start of that for you? Yeah, I, when I was in high school, about 15 years old, uh, I started having, you know, the thoughts of what am I going to do when I graduate? And uh, initially, I love animals as well. And so initially, I wanted to be a tiger trainer. And like, work. and so you became a youth minister, which is pretty <laughs> transferable skill. <laughs> the only difference, <laughs> the only difference is that like legally you can't use tranquilizers yeah. in our job. Like, <laughs> but they also don't try to eat me usually. <laughs> usually. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So um, in a, in a class in high school where you just explore your aptitudes and all that stuff, I realized I'm terrible at sciences. So going into like zoology and that kind of thing, working with tigers is probably not the best bet. But mm-hmm. I found out that I was really good at working with people. And so um, I started to kind of process what that meant. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, there was this experience in my life where one of my brother's really good friends, who was also a pretty good friend of mine, um, he was about 17. And he, um, like he, his, his girlfriend had just given birth to his, um, his first child. Um, but they were not together anymore. And I was processing that and realized like, Hey, like this is something that I really want to address in my life. Mm-hmm. And so youth ministry, it was almost like a lightning bolt thing. I was standing at a bus stop on my way home from school one day and it was like, Hey, this, this is what I need to do. And, uh, yeah, initially it looked like opening a, I thought I'd, I'd open a, um, resource center, like a drop-in center wow. in the area of, of the province where, um, he was living and where I had grown up. But um, it's definitely looked a lot different as it's played out in my life. Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty incredible at the age of like, you know, 15, high school, that kind of time. Yeah. Still as a youth myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that you're already thinking not just like, oh, it'd be cool to be a youth pastor, right? But like, I mean, these very like big dreams of like, I, I want to start, you know what I mean? Like I want to minister to people who are walking through you know, that mm-hmm. kind of like difficulty in their life and that hardship and want to start to drop in, you know, the center and all those kind of things. Like that's much bigger than I think some of just like, well, youth ministry seems like an awesome job. They get to play ping pong all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's pretty awesome that like you were already thinking that way. And I think that that shows and just the, the, what, what I've gotten to know about you of like the things that you care about and the things you talk about. What, um, so this is where this thought came in. Tell me about like early years, like where'd you first start? Did you go to school? What did, what did that look like for you? I, um, living in Quebec, there's a different school system here. So we graduate from high school in grade 11 and then we go to something called SAGEF, which is a French acronym that I won't get into, but it's kind of like two years of community college before you go to university. Wow. And so when I started realizing I wanted to do youth ministry, the context that I was in, I didn't have, I went to a very small church, so I didn't have a youth group of my own. Like I never Mm -hmm. really attended a youth group. I did occasionally at other churches, but I didn't grow up in that culture. Um, But I was attending a drop-in center sometimes um, for youth. And so that was kind of, I think that's where that dream came from. Explain a drop-in center to me. Yeah. So it was just a place, it was called the vault. Um, in an old bank. So there actually was a vault in there, but um, Seems safe. it was just a, a center that kids could come. They had pool tables, foosball. Okay. Um, they sold food. And there was just a bunch of people who volunteered who, who were, you know, Christian young adults and wow. even adults. And they just loved on these kids and yeah. anyone could come. It was open Friday nights and Saturday nights. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Very cool. That's so really cool. first church experience for you, what did that look like? Uh, as far as youth ministry goes? Yeah. Where, where did you first? Yeah. Well, I actually, um, I kind of went an unconventional way as far as school and, and uh, working in churches and stuff. I, um, I studied to be a prison guard in, in my stage up years. Okay. Um, it was one of the, the programs that you could do. And I thought it would be helpful um, knowing the legal system, understanding, you know, how to help people who were um, maybe getting into trouble that way. Kind of had a heart for the really tough kids. So um, I did some internships in group homes and just saw some, some really like 
disturbing stuff and realized I really didn't want to work with kids after they had made that step into the criminal world. And so I I got a social work degree after that and uh, did uh, a lot of of work in churches just as as a side. Um, After university, I got a job with a parachurch organization that ran youth mission trips. Okay. Um, and so it was, it was kind of a cool convergence of social work and youth ministry in the sense that we were volunteering in different uh, community organizations mm-hmm. in different cities that we were in. So I was using my social work skills there, but then also helping these, these teenagers to get out of their comfort zone and to show God's love in practical ways through volunteering and serving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked with them for five years after I finished university, and then I got into church work. That's awesome. Uh, like traditional youth ministry and right, I've right. been figuring my way out since I didn't grow right. up. In <laughs> Stumbling in the dark is a, is a <laughs> yes. fine way to do it. Well, Cheryl, I will tell you, uh, you know, just as a, a friend, like um, your desire uh, to want to train tigers and then uh, get a background in being a prison guard um, I just really want to encourage you, don't lock any students up, okay? So, like, <laughs> if there's ever that feeling, like, just suppress that and push that down, okay? Uh, <laughs> thanks for that advice. Yeah, I will I'm just, always remember I'm it. I'm just trying to look out for you, like, hearing your past more. I just don't want... <laughs> Like <laughs> those like young memories to be triggered. I just um, wrote that down, Chad. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, that's what we're here for. The great sage advice. Yeah. Um, okay. So your time in ministry, whether it's, you know, with working the parachurch organization, all of those kind of things. Tell me like one of your favorite youth ministry moments. Um, well, as you know, working in youth ministry, you don't get a lot of feedback usually, right? Like yeah. you do your thing and kids come in and they go and some, you usually hear it if they don't like it, but if they right. do like it, you're like, okay, yeah. I, I haven't heard anything. So I guess that's good. <laughs> We're doing great. No one's saying so, <laughs> anything to me. So since moving back to Montreal, um, I've been involved in a monthly youth rally that happens. Yeah. It's a, um, at our youth, local youth for Christ building and, um, a bunch of churches from around the city come um, once a month and, and just hang out and worship God together. And so I spoke at one. It was my first time like actually speaking at something like that that was like that large. It's not huge. It's about 150 kids maybe, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing for Quebec standards. But mm-hmm. um, so I spoke and, you know, like I talked about courage and just like how the more we know God, the more courage we have to be able to do the things that um, that he's calling us to do. And so I spoke and I, you know, finished and people said that was great and I got some high fives or whatever. But a few months later, I was at a camp visiting some of my kids who were working there. And a girl came up to me who I didn't know. I think I'd seen her around, but I didn't know who she was. And she, she came up to me and she said, are you Cheryl, the youth pastor at Westview? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, you're the reason why I'm a Christian. Oh, wow. And I just like, I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. (laughs) How did this happen? And wow. she said she's she's been you know she's had a really hard life. She um, got adopted uh, by a family here um, that attend another youth ministry to go to another church. But um, she said at the at that youth rally, she heard me speak, and something that I said clicked with her. And she went home that night, and she she became a Christian. And that's the first time that it's like been so clear that something that God God used me to yeah. do, you know, made such an impact in someone's life. 
So that's like my favorite moment. And I just love seeing it when God changes lives like that. And I'm involved in the process somehow. (laughs) Those are, those are absolutely special moments. Like, you know, through, through this whole experience, for me, like talking to all these amazing women over the last few days as we've recorded these episodes, um, I think one of the own convictions of my heart and things that I continue to hear is how important having, you know, women on stage and women speaking is to um, the young women in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because there's so much of this, like, uh, man, I connect with that. Like I, I'm not a, isolated and alone, right. All of those kind of things that I think is so powerful. And, and I think that your story is just a, another great example of that for me of going like, man, like that is so important, not just for the young women in the crowd, but for the young men in the crowd too. Yeah. And, and so I, I think I love your story because I think it, it points to that and it reminds something that um, I feel like God is really just continuing to speak to my own heart about. Um, so for you, okay, you get to go back in time a little bit, all right? You realize you're not working with tigers. You don't want to lock kids up. Um, tell me if you could sit down with yourself like day one and give yourself some advice, what would you say to yourself? Um, I think I, I would probably want to tell myself not to make this my identity because I have had some really hard moments in my life where what I was doing was who I was. Mm. And then that was taken away very suddenly. And, or some, you know, even someone just comes and says, well, I don't like how you're doing it or what you're doing. And, yeah. And then it's like, it comes crashing down around you. Your whole world is just like, why am I even doing this? You yeah. know, and so, so to make sure like you can save yourself a world of hurt if your identity is in Jesus first. Yeah. And he's, he's more interested in developing you as a person and having a relationship with you than what you're doing for him. Yeah. And uh, I think like I've, I've learned that lesson and I continue to learn that lesson. But if I could have done that a little bit earlier, yeah, <laughs> that would have been a lot really helpful in, in some of my, uh, my experiences. That's so good. That's such good advice too. Uh, and, and I think one that I feel like I've been trying to teach myself over the last like 20 years as well, yeah. right? Because for me, the thing that I've learned in, in that is it's real easy to take the like praise advice, right? Or you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, oh, that event went well. I'm doing well. You know what I mean? And we see, we see our identity in the positive. And when we do that, we reinforce that. And that way, when the negative comes, like we're crushed and it's personal instead of realizing like, man, the, the joy in this is the faithfulness to the Lord and our calling in that. And whether that goes good or bad, like he gets all the credit, right? Yeah. Um, so man, what great advice. What great advice. Um, I love it. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us today, uh, sharing your wisdom, us getting to thank laugh you. a little bit together. I love that. <laughs> um, I will say to you though, if you ever get the chance to like, you know, play with tigers, give me a call. 
Right. I have touched a baby tiger one time in my life. It was awesome. That's pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for uh, listening uh, to this episode. We, uh, we want to thank you for being here. And I want to just echo um, what Cheryl said. If you're finding your identity in anything other than Jesus Christ, um, we're missing the mark. We'll see you guys tomorrow. There you go. That's our interview with Cheryl Johnson. Cheryl, thank you, friend, for all of the good work you do in youth ministry, the insight you shared on the podcast today, and for all the blessing and encouragement you've been on the Youth Ministry Booster Network. We'll see you at Mastermind next month. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about what Cheryl is involved in, both in Masterminds and the Youth Ministry Booster Care and Coaching Network, then check the links below or go to youthministrybooster.com for a month free trial to test drive and see what Booster is all about and see if it's the right fit for you. We are so thankful for women like Cheryl that are leading out in youth ministry, not only in the US of A, but in Canada as well. Cheryl, thank you for all that you do. If you enjoyed this, make sure to subscribe on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your amazing podcast stuff. And hang on tight. We've got one more this week in our month-long celebration of Women NYM. Upside down. And I'm going to show you things you've never seen.